0: He can start the meeting when he's ready but we are live streaming
1: let me let me fix my hair really quick <laughs> all right
2: six.
0: I'm just testing my mic. Thank you. You're
1: good. All right. So it is 1.30. I'm opening up the agenda on my phone. All right. Uh, Welcome. May we call this meeting to order?
2: Uh, Doing a roll call. This is Valerie. Um, Jason Bader. Mr. Colville? Here. Ms. Holm? Here. Mr. Leon? Here.
1: All right, Uh, we have a quorum, correct? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, perfect. Um, Well, welcome. This is the uh, June 25th, 2020 special uh, administrative investment and financial management board meeting. Uh, welcome everyone. Uh, thank you. And if there is anybody watching online, thank you for watching online. We're going to start off with the, uh, consent calendar. Uh, we'll need a, uh, if no one has any issues with any of the items. We will need a motion in a second. Motion. Oh, good. Oh. Good. good.
0: <laughs> you can second me.
1: Sure. I'll second Don. (laughs) All right, we have a motion and a second. Uh, 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 Will we please call the roll?
2: Mr. Bader? Yes. Mr. Colville? Yes. Ms. Holm? Yes. Mr. Leon? Yes.
1: So thank you for that. Uh, Now we move on to the discussion calendar. Uh, where we will start off with uh, if no one has any issues we will start off with item 10 uh, which is the uh, Siegel Marco Advisors quarterly investment performance report Um, so the floor is yours
0: so I don't think that Craig from Siegel has made it onto the call yet he had back-to-back meetings so if it's okay with the chair we can come back to number 10 Uh,
1: uh, if there's no objections from the group we sure we may Okay, so we'll make note, let me make note that we still need item 10. Um, And we'll go on then to item 11, which is the quarterly investment report.
0: Okay, great. So I was going to um, add on to what Craig was going to say about the item, but since I'll go before him, I'll just um, take things a little bit out of order. So on the consent calendar this time, you also had monthly reports for April and May, which you usually do not have um, as a result of our meeting being pushed back so far. So if you look at your March quarterly report, which is actually quite dated now, you'll see that the fund was down minus 9.39% through the end of March. <clears throat> the bottom of the market from COVID occurred around March 22nd. Um, During this time, we actually were being proactive and adding funds to some of the names that really got um, really hurt and maybe shouldn't have. So as a result, in the 10 weeks from the end of March, which is your quarterly report, as of the end of May, the unaudited return for SCRS is positive 1.77%. So we saw an 11% return in the last 10 weeks ending May 10th. So although Craig's gonna go through the quarterly report, I just think it's important to remember that it's very dated and the new quarterly report will be printed, will take place in four days. So, but we need to cover it. So um, other than being proactive, we really, um, as a result of the large increase in some of the large cap names, and it's really a handful of names, not the broader markets, we happen to own those names. And so as a result, at the end of May, both large cap and equity income are outperforming quite handily over their indexes. And what we've been challenged to do is really keep an eye on large cap as we bump up against the 5% buffer. And we've had to actually take some funds out of large cap, move them either to equity income or over to operating, just to be mindful of that 5% cap that we have being over allocated. So it's not a bad problem to have, it's just something that we kind of have to keep our eye on at this point. So we only have four more trading days left in the quarter. Well, in the fiscal year, actually. And as of yesterday, the S&P was flat. I didn't pull down today's numbers because the market's just closed. Um, Equity index was down for the month of June so far, but international and fixed are up. So if things tread water for the next three to four trading days, we have a really good shot of being positive for the fiscal year, which three months ago, none of us really thought was even possible. So we've got a shot at coming in at one or 2%, depending on what happens in the markets in the next two to three days. And that's all I really had for item 11. Um, Craig's gonna really do a big picture of what's going on, not only with our fund, but other funds in the market. So hopefully he'll get to join us.
2: Perfect. Does
1: uh, anybody on the board have any questions? Okay, if we don't have any questions, Mindy, do we have for this agenda item, uh, item 11, do we have anyone on the phone?
0: I have no callers on this item.
1: Okay. Um, Any it, questions? I'm sorry, Stacy. What are we seeing as monthly draws downs now from the uh, benefit payments? Are we um,
0: a- there's there's still a approximate. We we probably ran about 31 million for the total fiscal year because I've we were already done with the fiscal year. Technically, we paid our beneficiaries June 1st. Um, it's within probably one to one and a half million of what Bartel estimated. So when we get our report out, I, I have a feeling that based on the numbers with the draws that we probably lost a few more participants than Bartel estimated. Um, so that will help offset some of us not hitting our actuarial return for the year. Unfortunately, I mean, it's not a great way to do it, but um, it does look as though we did lose a few more participants.
1: it's it's trending down you're seeing
0: it is trending down it is trending down um the only caveat there is every august uh they get their cost of living adjustment which was on our consent this time and so we always see the august 1st payouts go up and are higher than the previous month but that's just artificial due to the cost of living adjustments but we will see that august 1st again thank
1: you okay
2: uh
1: if there are no other questions. Uh, we will take a motion to... to accept Manny, please. I'm sorry. Motion to accept. Yes. Second. So we'll, we'll take that as John's Don. Okay.
2: Mr. Bader. Yes. Mr. Colville. Yep. Miss Holm? Yes. Mr. Leon. Yes.
1: All right, Uh, that motion or that measure uh, passes. And now we'll go on to item number 12, which is the Sears asset allocation uh, for fiscal year 2021.
0: Okay, great. Thank you. Staff is recommending no changes this year to the existing asset allocation. The fund will obviously not reach its actuarial rate of return this year. Um, And at this point, moving funds from the equity classes over to fixed income does not seem appropriate. We have historically low yields. It's a struggle to even reinvest the current funds due to the aggressive calls that are happening in all fixed accounts. So the Siegel Investment Outlook, which is attached to the report, shows a long-term prospective return between 5.5 and 6.7%. However, I did have a call with Craig, and he said for the first time that he can remember, Siegel is actually going to redo their outlook because all of the assumptions were made prior to COVID. So in the next couple months, if Siegel reprints and redistributes the long-term investment outlook, we will take a look at that. But at this point, we're recommending no changes to the existing 70% equity and 30% fixed income allocation.
1: All right, so uh, with respect to item 12, do any board members have any questions? Okay. Uh, uh, Mindy uh, from city clerk's office. Do we have anybody on the phone uh, for this particular item?
0: I have no callers for this item.
1: All right, well, we'll need a motion in a second. I think Jason's the only one who hasn't done it yet. I'll uh, forward
2: motion. <laughs> <laughs> I'll second. for the vote Mr. Bader yes Mr. Colville yes his Holm. yes Mr. Leon yes
1: all right uh, now with that we'll move on to item uh, 13 which is the uh, investment uh, or the SERS investment policy for fiscal year 2021 thank um, you again going. <laughs>
0: So, on this item, we are also recommending no changes for the policy for 2020 to 2021. There are a lot of unique new products that are coming into the markets right now, and we have been studying them. They're a hybrid between equities and fixed income, and they're trying to fit in that niche of people that need fixed income exposure but aren't satisfied with a half a base, excuse me, 50 basis point return. So we have studied them, but we don't feel it's prudent at this time to modify our investment policy to include these types of unique securities. So we're going to just go ahead and recommend that we keep the existing investment policy as is.
2: What kind of a rate of return is something like that, or like long-term, are they projecting for something along that instrument?
0: So most of them are tied to the returns in the equity market. So they classify them as fixed income, and they have floors and caps and they share in some of the upside returns. And they're all based on if the equity markets move within certain bands, say 10%, 20%, then you get certain specified returns. However, this was before COVID where you would look at these packages and say, well, do we really think the markets are gonna move 15%? And you would most likely say, no, not in a short time period. Well, with what happened with COVID that completely changed all these products. So, the people who probably thought they were protected because they weren't going to move outside those extreme bands probably had the uh, securities called away from them and just their money returned and, and no real return on investment.
2: Gotcha.
1: All right. Uh, does the board have any other additional questions on item 13? all right uh mindy city clerk's office do we have anybody on the phone for this item
0: i have no callers on this item
1: all right uh valerie uh oh we'll get a motion a second and then valerie may you call the roll once we have it i'll make a motion to maintain the investment policy as is
2: second who is the second uh jason jason okay mr bader yes Mr. Colville? Yes. Ms. Holm? Yes. Mr. Leon. Yes.
0: Thank you.
1: All right. So we have a few other quick little agenda items, but uh, do we have any word on Craig? Because we do need to go back to item 10, because we have not uh, the what's the recommendation for that? We have to pass, we have to pass that. So we haven't heard from Craig on item 10. Uh, any additional words they see uh, on that or should we just it's the will of the board we can accept it without the presentation so, is that him uh, in the
0: 513
1: area code mindy yeah so i dialed in i
3: couldn't get the craig. to work with the video okay. hi
0: perfect
1: uh well well craig uh just to give you a quick update i don't know how long you've been on but uh we have went through the agenda items but we did pass on item 10 uh, uh, in hopes that you'd be on uh, to present. And so, if you're ready to go, we can uh, move back to item 10, which is the uh, quarterly investment performance report uh, and hear your presentation. Sure. So, I'm actually probably
3: not going to cover very many pages here because, you know, if there ever was a case where this is old news, I okay. think that definitely stands um, today. Is sitting sitting at the end of March, I guess it kind of felt like the world was coming to an end. We saw the p down about nineteen and a half percent. You saw international markets down about twenty three percent. You saw you know government backed debt doing extremely well, but every other sector, corporate credit, high yield bonds, non-agency backed. Or non, non-government backed uh, mortgages doing you know terribly. We were in the midst of you know, stay-at-home orders and the like. Uh, the economy basically came to a stock standstill. Um, you know, I think it sounds like Stacy has probably brought you up to date with what is going on in the world right now. Um, you know, I think you know to add a little bit of our perspective to that. It does seem like there's a little bit of a disconnect between what is actually happening with the economic numbers versus what the market is doing. So, you know, we're probably, you know we've seen you know, something about like 40 million you know, unemployed individuals were in our, the first recession since 2008. Uh, we saw a negative GDP growth of about 4.8% uh, in the first quarter. Uh, you know, you've seen companies start to declare bankruptcy. I think for the first quarter, most companies in the s SF- declined to provide future guidance on earnings. Um, you know, there's so certainly some challenges there. As things have started to open back up, um, we did see an uptick in retail sales in the month of May. But it does seem like we're kind of at the beginning stages of, of things. Um, I, I saw today that Texas has decided to stop their reopening given the trajectory of not only new cases, but also um, hospital cases as well. Um, I think we're probably at the beginning stage of what we see for bankruptcies, potentially layoffs, furloughs, and things like that. Uh, The market really rallied because the government has taken, and I don't like to use this term, but unprecedented steps in terms of the stimulus put in place um you know certainly dropping interest rates to zero uh, similar to what they did in 2008 uh but then you know they've reinstituted quantitative easing uh big differences between what they did in 08 versus now are you know now there's no limits on the amount of debt that they can buy and they've also extended it to corporate debt it started off with just corporate bond etfs but now it is uh individual bond issuances as well um so they've really said that we'll do whatever it takes to backstop and provide liquidity to the market. Um, and then to date, you know, Congress has passed, I think, close to three trillion dollars worth of uh, packages to put hands to put money into the directly into the hands of consumers and businesses to keep things moving forward. Uh, the market has certainly rallied on that. Um, what was interesting is, you know, yesterday as cases came out, I think the market was down you know, almost three percent. Uh, because of renewed investor nervousness. Um, you know, so in the backdrop of you know, COVID-19 protests um, and election year, it, you know, it would probably be expected that we would continue to see nervousness for the remainder of um, 20, 2020. So I don't want to take up too much of your time since I know you, you all did move on, but I can certainly take any questions, I guess, you know, on the portfolio back in March or in the economy or market right now.
1: Well, thank you, Craig. Uh, does the board happen to have any questions on this on his on Craig's presentation or on this agenda item? Okay. Uh, looks like we are uh, good. No questions, Craig. So thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, and we will need a motion and a second on this particular item, item 10.
0: I'll move the item.
1: I can second.
2: Annie, that was you seconding? Yes. Okay. Uh, roll call, Mr. Bader? Yes. Mr. Colville? Yes. Ms. Holm? Yes. Mr. Leon?
1: Yes. Um, uh, you know, actually, one, one, procedure i missed was did we have uh, we voted but did we happen to have any phone uh, uh calls on this uh, particular item mindy
0: i have no callers on this item
1: okay good um well, okay uh glad we did that uh okay so with that being said uh that is uh all of the items for the discussion calendar uh public comments uh anyone I don't know if anybody can be in the chambers, but anybody in the chambers or on the line, Mindy, for public
0: comments? Chair Leon, I have no callers on public comments for matters not on the agenda.
1: Okay, sounds good. Uh, next item is the uh, member comments, uh, questions, ideas.
0: I do uh, have a comment, uh, Manny,
1: if you'd like to. How do you see sales tax? I know Stacy sent me over a little analysis, but how'd you see it end in May?
2: Hello. Sorry, John. I missed the first part. Say that one more time.
1: How? What did you see? What do you see the trend in sales tax from what you guys have received?
2: Well, do we have the deferral program going into play? So until we get, I mean, until we get our numbers in August, we're not really going to know for our final true-up payment for the year. Um, But we had a meeting with the CDTFA, uh, and they're they're projecting. I think what was it, Donna? A 14% drop um, for the year. I thought
0: he said 13, but 13%. It seemed That's less than, 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 we yeah. were. Yeah. It's, it's not we what were. Avenue Insights is telling us, though.
2: Yeah, kind of mixed information because they don't know how many people are going to participate in the deferral program, so we're kind of waiting to see what the August numbers look like when we get our true payment. All
1: right. Just wondering.
2: But uh, Tot looks awful.
1: Outside than I there was, so I figured something's going on.
2: Yeah, I think Tot was down over two million last month.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, all right Uh, last
2: month the UUT actually held up I think it was um, a year ago we got 4.4 million and this year we got 4.5 so it actually increased a little bit which is positive Stacy, did you have a question or comment
0: I do sorry I just um, are you um, Jason and John are you guys done on your item Yeah. yeah okay great I just wanted to update everybody on, especially the Manny, you're not at city hall to see how the city treasurer staff is handling the current situation and anybody that may be listening and be concerned about scurs. So I just wanted to let everybody know that prior to the governor's order, the city treasurer staff was in the process of setting up full telecommuting capabilities. So when that order came down, we didn't really have to scramble as much as some other of the units at the city at City Hall. Um, So we were pretty much ready to go I would say within 48 hours the entire city treasurer staff was 100% telecommuting and has continued to do so the city treasurer does remain on site I believe every day. Um, City staff still city treasurer staff does come in every so often to check on any time sensitive or urgent matters that are actually coming usually through the US mail. So we have continued to be able to do our job. My staff has performed wonderfully, efficiently, and I think can continue to do so in the foreseeable future. So I just wanted everyone to be aware of that.
1: Well, great, and we appreciate uh, those comments and we thank you for the hard work. And these times it's uh, been an adjustment period for many, and so if not all, so thank you.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: Any other uh, comments, ideas, questions for the good of the order? Um, well, I think there'll be some time between our next meeting, um, and so enjoy the summer. I'm feeling that we're going to at least get through the summer before our next meeting. So uh, please stay safe, and uh, uh, we'll see each other, everyone in the fall. I think this means. Thank good. you. Thanks, Manny. Good seeing you. Thank you. Good seeing everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank Manning. you. Thanks, Mindy. Yes. Thanks, Mindy.